Hello and welcome to the European Patients Podcast, representing the voice of patients in Europe. This podcast is brought to you by the European Patients Forum, the leading voice of patient organizations on the continent. My name is Anne, I'm the Communications Officer for EPF and your host on today's pod. Welcome to this brand new episode. Today we talk about profit. Profit is a project funded by the European Commission under the Horizon Europe Research and Innovation Programme with a consortium that counts 18 partners. In light of 900,000 people in the EU dying yearly due to being exposed to risk factors for chronic diseases that are largely preventable, such as circulatory diseases, respiratory diseases and various types of cancer, the idea of the project is to introduce a personalized prevention roadmap for future healthcare. The project consortium will do this by developing a strategic research innovation agenda, which you will hear referred to in the episode as the SRIA. The SRIA will support the adoption of innovative, sustainable and effective personalized programs in the EU, which can prevent chronic diseases in the first place. Joining me this episode is Stefania Boccia, coordinator of the PROFIT project. Stefania is a full professor of hygiene and public health at UCSC in Rome, where she is also a director of the hygiene sector at the Department of Health Science and Public Health. She is deputy scientific director at IRCCS, Fondazione Policlinico a Gemelli, and also covers the position of president of the public health epidemiology section at the European Public Health Association. Uh, welcome. We are very happy that you could join us today on the podcast. Could you briefly introduce yourself again and next to that explain your role in PROFET to our listeners? Hey, so I'm Stefania Boccia. I'm Professor of Public Health at the Catholic University in Rome in the Faculty of Medicine. And I'm delighted to coordinate the Personalized Prevention Roadmap for Future Care. This is the, the way of the acronym PROFET, the meaning of the acronym. Uh, since um, more than one year, basically, we started our activity in September 2022. And this is an European-funded project uh, that lasts four years, involves uh, 18 partners uh, from all over Europe. And uh, the overall goal is to uh, deliver a strategic research and innovation agenda that contain a roadmap for the implementation of personalized prevention uh, approaches in the health system. So this is just, you know, the more the more general uh, goal of the project. Can you maybe take us back to the start of Profit? Uh, why was there a necessity for a project that addressed personal personalized prevention in the fight against uh, common chronic but preventable diseases? Okay, so basically, chronic disease represents the vast majority of disability in Europe, and also the main cause of death. And actually, there are a lot of uh, developments in the past 20 years about personalized medicine in terms of curative medicine, okay? So there are a lot of new drugs that basically fight exactly the tumor with exact mutation. And also the development in personalized medicine has been enormous in the field of diagnosis of rare disease or other form of disease difficult to make a diagnosis. But in prevention, there was not such a development, okay? So compared to curative care and diagnosis concerning prevention the use of personalized approach uh, did not uh, see the same amount of development but uh, it makes sense to think about a possible about a possible development also in prevention of personalized approach why because as i said before chronic diseases are largely preventable and are the majority of disease today in europe and worldwide 
And about 40% of cancer can be prevented by acting on lifestyles. And more or less the same, 45, uh, cardiovascular disease. And these two are the two top diseases that cause the burden of disease in, in Europe. So why not thinking about also a potential of use of personalized medicine also in the field of prevention in order to maximize efforts and try to prevent the largest amount possible, this 40%, 45% of chronic disease. So that's why basically this is uh, the, the, the rationale, okay, beyond the, the uh, creation of this network, because we thought that so far prevention has been neglected in personalized medicine, while based on a number of publications, a number of efforts worldwide, we realize that, that there are now a number of tests that can be done in the, health pop, in the healthy population that can have the chance to predict disease risk when well before in advance this happens. And our idea was, in fact, in the first year of the activity of the project to map what was going on in the scientific literature in order to understand which were the, those advancements more ready to be implemented or those maybe more at the research level. Uh, because our research and innovation agenda, strategic research and innovation agenda, should also make a focus on what is ready to be implemented, okay, based on the evidences, and what instead should probably need more uh, effort in research, okay, need more investment in research, because evidences maybe are scanty, are not ready to be implemented. So, okay, this is just to explain the rationale of the project and also what we did in the first year of the project. We made a large mapping exercise of all the approaches. All right. And looking a bit more at the framework of the project, can you run us through the four key drivers of profits? Like how do uh, stakeholder engagement, strategic orientation, coordinated research and evidence-based policy making contribute to a successful implementation of, of profit eventually? Yes, of course. So um, the first year of activity, we not only we mapped the, the scientific evidences, we also mapped the number of potential stakeholders involving uh, um, researchers, academies, uh, uh, citizen organization, industry, insurers, uh, all the potential stakeholders around personalized prevention. Uh, thanks to the activity, of course, of other partners, we made a long list of people that should be uh, aware of what we do. That's why not only using a, a traditional uh, social channel, but also by directly involving them in the activity of the project, um, we try to construct a community of persons that can give different perspective. Uh, because when we construct a strategic research agenda that is the final output of the project, we cannot consider only the scientific evidences. We should also consider the point of view of different stakeholders that then should also take up these technologies. And um, and we did very since the very inception of the project. In fact, we organized the uh, the one the first year meeting uh, last year in Valencia in October, and we already invited some stakeholders that were also contributing to the discussion. They also gave us suggestions on which are the elements in the strategic research agenda that should be uh, reported. So I think this is a very constructive process. So um, we will see, but the the, the basic elements to go in the right direction are already are already present, I have to say. Thank you for your answer. Um, you mentioned already the strategic research innovation uh, agenda. Uh, can you explain a bit more about the SRIA, is what we call it in short, uh, will mean for the road towards effective prevention of chronic diseases? I mean, you already discussed it a bit, but can you explain it a bit more in depth, uh, maybe with some examples for our listeners? Mm, yes. So we are in the face of uh, 
identifying the, the table of contact of the RIA. So it's very preliminary mm -hmm. to talk today about the strategic research agenda. But as I said before, uh, our strategic research agenda should be based on, uh, first of all, on the evidences present in the literature, okay? Because we want our research agenda being very much evidence-based. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, we want to construct also the strategic research and innovation agenda on the so-called the profit framework, which is a framework that we are now trying to test with hypothetical case use case, which is a framework that should be used by decision makers to evaluating the impact of a technology that involves genetic and genomics in prevention. So it, it's a bit complicated probably to explain in few in few minutes, but the profit framework is a technical framework that uh, policymakers at the ministerial level should use in order to evaluate the potential impact of the technologies used in prevention. and. Because this is very innovative, so we're, we are trying to make new things. This is a very new profit framework. We have some time in this year in order to make this use case to test whether it works or not. Uh, as example, uh, one of the examples that we're going to work now is about the health, the impact, uh, the health impact assessment. So the, so the impact at the health population level of the use of a certain genetic test that is done in people with colorectal cancer before giving a certain drug that can provide, unfortunately, also severe uh, adverse events. And there are evidences that this test can really save life and reduce uh, severe adverse events, so using also the hospitalization required and so also saving uh, money to the health system. This mm -hmm. is an example of, an, of, a, of a use case that uh, around this example, we are trying to test whether our profit framework um, can be um, used to evaluate the, um, the impact uh, in terms of how many colorectal cancer uh, at a certain stage can be uh, prevented or can be treated in an optimal way. So we are trying to model the data in order to see whether this framework uh, work, because the framework would be an important part of the strategic research and innovation agenda. And then another part of the agenda are the objectives. So how we think, uh, which are the objectives that we think should be um, uptaken from the decision makers when they receive the strategic research agenda. I don't know, fostered, um, also fostered uh, empowerment of citizens, uh, make them be me, me more understanding of what is personalized prevention, making also patients being more aware of what is personalized prevention, but also the doctors, because also physicians do not have that much knowledge about prevention. They have a, lar a large knowledge maybe on curative care, but less about the potential for personalized prevention to impact. So among the objectives of the TRIA is also increase the awareness of the stakeholders about this important uh, topic. You mentioned the Valencia workshop earlier. Could you explain a bit more about the importance of this meeting? The last year in October, we had the first, uh, um, we, we kicked off the project in September 2022 in Rome. And then mm -hmm. after one year, we met in Valencia in October yeah. 2023. Um, at the time where the new partnership in personalized medicine was presented to the scientific community. This is mm -hmm. uh, an important investment of the European Commission. Yeah. And so we joined our event with this event organized by the European Commission about personalized medicine, because there was the launch of this partnership. The partnership right. is an enormous investment of billion euro. Uh, 
that of course we cover curative care, which is super important for the patients, but the investment of partnership is also dealing with the prevention. So that's why we joined the efforts. We, we were all 18 partners in Valencia, and then we remained for another day to meet also these important stakeholders there. And finalizing our conversation, uh, what do you think is next for Profit in the coming years? What should we expect uh, and what are already some best practices that we can learn from so far? Well, we cannot really talk about best practice because we are uh, at the end of the first year of the project. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think we are now really in a way that we can deliver best practice. So I, I hope that we can probably register another podcast the next year and mm -hmm. I can give yeah. you probably really some example of best practice. But what we expect to do, um, because we are going to have an, another meeting in Stockholm in October this year, uh, in Stockholm, we are going to present the first version of this strategic research and innovation agenda. So uh, ahead of us, we have eight months now to work very hard with the partners to uh, uh, depict uh, a strategic agenda, which is also concrete with the actions I told you before, um, but also others that will emerge by a consultation of the stakeholders. So I expect that uh, by September, uh, by October uh, this year, we will have a lot of new advancement to present. That's great. Uh, thank you so much for this very informative overview of uh, of the project. Um, is there something you want to share with the audience before we uh, close the episode? Well, yes, because I think it, the European Patient Forum is about is about patient, okay? And I think mm -hmm. the expectation of patients is that um, their quality of life can can really be good, okay? Because they experience already a disease, and this can be very hard. Um, trust that we are doing our best in mm. order to implement one of the action of the European Bidding Cancer Plan, because this uh, project really responds to an action of the European Bidding Cancer Plan. So trying to provide evidences on what can be really prevented using the new technologies, because of course, when you're sick, you cannot do more than cure yourself and going to the best place to be cured. But maybe you think about your family, your kids, and if we really find a way to help these people at risk, uh, I think this will really make the difference. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you once again to Stefania Boccia for joining us today. Today we talked about the Profit Project and its goal for personalized prevention for chronic diseases. We are very grateful to have had this very informative overview of the project and we're looking forward to what is yet to come in the upcoming years. We are the European Patients Forum, the leading voice of patient organizations in Europe with 79 members across the continent. Be sure to follow us and the Profit Project on social media. The handles can be found in the episode description. Thank you for tuning in and until next time.